This is the Internet Multicasting Service. Harper Audio presents Pulitzer Prize winner Anne Sexton reading her own poetry, including Divorce, Thy Name is Woman, and other poems. Divorce, Thy Name is Woman. I am divorcing Daddy, Dibbuk, Dibbuk. I have been doing it daily all my life, since his sperm left him drilling upwards and stuck to an egg. Fetus, fetus glows and glows in that home and bursts out electric, demanding moths. For years it was woman to woman, breast, crib, toilet, dolls, dress-ups. Woman, woman, daddy of the whiskers, Daddy of the rooster breath would visit and then dash away as if I were a disease. Later, when blood and eggs and breasts dropped onto me, Daddy and his whiskey breath made a long midnight visit in a dream that is not a dream, and then called his lawyer quickly, Daddy, divorcing me. I have been divorcing him ever since, going into court with mother as my witness. And both long dead or not, I am still divorcing him, adding up the crimes of how he came to me, how he left me. I am pacing the bedroom, opening and shutting the windows, making the bed and pulling it apart. I'm tearing the feathers out of the pillows, waiting, waiting for Daddy to come home and stuff me so full of our infected child that I turn invisible, but married at last. Gods. Miss Sexton went out looking for the gods. She began looking in the sky, expecting a large white angel with a blue crotch. No one. She looked next in all the learned books, and the prince spat back at her. No one. She made a pilgrimage to the great poet, and he belched in her face. No one. She prayed in all the churches of the world and learned a great deal about culture. No one. She went to the Atlantic, the Pacific, for surely God. No one. She went to the Buddha, the Brahma, the pyramids, and found immense postcards. No one. Then she journeyed back to her own house, and the gods of the world were shut in the lavatory. At last, she cried out and locked the door. Look, you con man, make a living out of your death. Ernest Hemingway, A Movable Feast. Making a living. Jonah made his living inside the belly. Mine comes from the exact same place. Jonah opened the door of his stateroom and said, Here I am. And the whale liked this and thought to take him in. At the mouth, Jonah cried out, 
At the stomach, he was humbled. He did not beat on the walls, nor did he suck his thumb. He cocked his head attentively, like a defendant at his own trial. Jonah took out the wallet of his father and tried to count the money, and it was all washed away. Jonah took out the picture of his mother and tried to kiss the R's, and it was all washed away. Jonah took off his coat and his trousers, his tie, his watch fob, his cufflinks, and gave them up. He sat like an old-fashioned bather in his undershirt and drawers. This is my death, Jonah said out loud, and it will profit me to understand it. I will make a mental note of each detail. Little fish swam by his nose, and he noted them and touched their slime. Plankton came, and he held them in his palm like God's littlest light bulbs. His whole past was there with him, and he ate that. At this point, the whale vomited him back out into the sea. The shocking blue sky, the shocking white boats, the sun like a crazed eyeball. Then he told the news media the strange details of his death, and they hammered him up in the marketplace and sold him and sold him and sold him. My death the same. Jesus cooks. Jesus saw the multitudes were hungry, and he said, O oh Lord, send down a short-order cook. And the Lord said, Abracadabra. Jesus took the fish, a slim green baby, in his right hand, and he said, O oh Lord. And the Lord said, Work on the sly, opening boxes of sardine cans. And he did. Fisherman, fisherman, you make it look easy. And lo, there were many fish. Next, Jesus held up a loaf, and he said, O Lord, and the Lord instructed him like an assembly line bakerman, a pied piper of yeast, and lo, there were many. Jesus passed among the people in a chef's hat, and they kissed his spoons and forks and ate well from invisible dishes. Jesus walking. When Jesus walked into the wilderness, he carried a man on his back. At least it had the form of a man, a fisherman perhaps with a wet nose, a baker perhaps with flour in his eyes. The man was dead, it seemed, and yet he was unkillable. Jesus carried many men, yet there was only one man, if indeed it was a man. There in the wilderness, all the leaves reached out their hands, but Jesus went on by. The bees beckoned him to their honey, but Jesus went on by. The boar cut out its heart and offered it, but Jesus went on by with his heavy burden. The devil approached and slapped him on the jaw, and Jesus walked on. The devil made the earth move like an elevator, and Jesus walked on. 
The devil built a city of whores, each in little angel beds, and Jesus walked on with his burden. For forty days, for forty nights, Jesus put one foot in front of the other, and the man he carried, if it was a man, became heavier and heavier. He was carrying all the trees of the world, which are one tree. He was carrying forty moons, which are one moon. He was carrying all the boots of all the men in the world, which are one boot. He was carrying our blood, one blood. To pray, Jesus knew, is to be a man carrying a man. The Fury of Overshoes They sit in a row outside the kindergarten, black, red, brown, all with those brass buckles. Remember when you couldn't buckle your own overshoe or tie your own shoe or cut your own meat and the tears running down like mud because you fell off your tricycle? Remember, big fish, when you couldn't swim and simply slipped under like a stone frog? The world wasn't yours. It belonged to the big people. Under your bed sat the wolf, and he made a shadow when cars passed by at night. They made you give up your nightlight and your teddy and your thumb... Oh, overshoes, don't you remember me pushing you up and down in the winter snow? Oh, Thumb, I want a drink. It is dark. Where are the pig people? When will I get there? Taking giant steps all day, each day, and thinking nothing of it. This has been Harper Audio. HarperCollins is the copyright owner of this recording and has consented to a limited distribution of Harper Audio as an 8 kilohertz computer sound file on Internet Town Hall. It is a violation of United States and international copyright laws to copy these recordings in any other way. Harper Audio is a trademark of HarperCollins Publishers, Inc. To order a copy of this tape or to request a catalog of all Harper Audio spoken word cassettes, please call one 800 harper or 717-941-1214 or send mail to harper at town.hall.org. This has been a production of the Internet Multicasting Service. Support for Harper Audio is provided by Harper Collins and by Sun Microsystems and O'Reilly and Associates. Network connectivity for the Internet Multicasting Service is provided by UUNet Technologies and MFS Datanet.